Yo, yo, what's going on, mi gente? Welcome back to another episode of For Christ y Cultura. My name is Jonathan Gonzalez, a.k.a. John the Presby, a.k.a. El Presbicano, a.k.a. Speedy Gonzalez, a.k.a. Brown and Down, a.k.a. Brown and Low. Well, that's I'm, a lot. Of, that's a lot of those. A.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> Demasiado, a.k.a. A.k.a. What's going on? I am here, not with my regular co-hosts, but I'm here with somebody very, well, a lot of somebody's special. So, yeah, yeah. And, and, and we are together on a joint episode. This is Gospel on Tap, coming to you with Christ y Cultura. But we're not in Miami. We are in Birmingham. We in Birmingham? Alabama. Yes, yes. And our regular co-hosts are not here. Yediel is not here because he is... Working for Pharaoh, you know Joanna's not here because you know she can't be here. You know she's uh, you know she's doing her thing, and Prado is uh, he's in Miami, uh, probably doing some Baptist stuff. But we have Jonathan Gonzalez, who you heard, uh, who is uh, my my dear friend from someplace in the desert out way out there, and we have Santiago, who you all know. What's up? What's up, y'all? AKA the. I don't know. AKA, AKA Big Sans. No, AKA, AKA the Guatemalan Sasquatch. <laughs> we, I prefer Guatemalan Soja. Triple Ceviche Master. Oh, yeah. You're a Sasquatch. AKA El Afilador. And we got we got uh, David Puente for the first time on Christy Cultura e Gospel on Tap. He is the worship man at Pinelands Presbyterian. Hello, David. What's going on? What's going on? I'm Dave, aka the music man, aka the ceviche lover, aka I'm late. <laughs> and we also have for the second time on uh, Gospel on Tap, and for the first time in Christ e Cultura, Chris. Uh, Chris. El anciano, el pastor, el cura. <laughs> this is actually my third time. Uh, we recorded two, oh, two episodes. Oh, I mean, yeah, one come on. Not released yet. Yeah, but it's just, this is yes, one one yeah, one recording two times. All right, and then he we also have another regular crasher for uh, gospel on tap, Yanni. What's up? <laughs> Yanni, a.k.a. The Greek Freak. Hey. Christos Anesti, everyone. Christ is risen. That was, oh. too, that was too pious for your anything. This is his first time in Crisis Cultura. And then we have Chris, who is in the background. He does not want to... Oh! He, he, go ahead, go ahead. To the mic. What's up, y'all? Yo, what up? Yo, Chris... Yeah. Chris is a, a part of Pinelands. <laughs> he's a part of Pinelands, and he's uh, about to be a deacon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's my chauffeur up here. Your chauffeur. Yeah, he drove me up here. But that was your car. But he's speaking a- to the mic, bro. But he drove. He uh, courageously yeah. drove me up here a good twelve hours. All right. Wow. What a servant of Christ. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, what, what, what are we talking about on our podcast today, Mr. Gonzalez? We're talking about a lot of things. Let's tell these people why we're, he- why we're here. Kind oh, of dude, I didn't do that. Yeah, you didn't. So we're kind of, we're here, all of us together as a band of brothers because, because we came to a conference. La Banda. La Banda. 
La ganga. La ganga, gang, gang, fool. La ganga es una oferta. So we came for a conference, a two-day conference. La plebe. And we heard some pretty dope and, and whack speakers. Shots fired. So we're all, we're all here, uh, and I guess these conversations kind of came about for, with the topics that were, yeah, yeah. That were discussed. Yeah, so, so I, I'm a part of the Presbyterian Church in America. In America. That, 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 that little thing he right, did was dope. Twisted. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, so we came to do a, comp, a gospel, the Gospel Reformation Network Conference to talk about how Presbyterians need to act like Presbyterians think like Presbyterians and not think like 21st century cultural evangelicals. And so we we, we talked about that and, and we've been here in Birmingham, Alabama, where the conference was and we all came together and uh, that's why we here, man. But, but we here also for our podcast. Oh yeah, we're here yeah. for the podcast. So today we're going to talk about pretty much something that's like natural to us. But was discussed in the in the conference, which is which is community and fellowship and brotherhood. Mm. One of the things that we heard in the conference was about how people who are Christians, listen, you're not going to be able to have a healthy, vibrant Christianity if you're not deeply connected, deeply accountable to people in, in relationships. And so a lot of times, like we have this view in Christianity that like, yeah, I got Jesus and Jesus is enough. And that, that's true. But Jesus being enough is never not in and through deep, real, meaningful relationships with those who are also in Christ. Yep. And so one of the things that, 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 that uh, one of the speakers said is like, listen, the people that last long in ministry, and we're not just talking about ministry, but that was what he said, was those who have a a tangible transparency and accountability and, and, and closeness uh, to Christians. Yeah. And so that's what we want to talk about. We want to talk about how you need to be known and know people deeply as you trust Christ. You can't, you can't have like, I got Christ and I need Christ, but it's just I, me and my Bible. Yeah. Yeah. It's me and my Bible. No. And so that's, that's, that's super important, you know? So that's what we want to talk about with y'all today. First of all, like, let's start with this. Why is it so hard for people to even accept that like we really need to know and be known in, in a relational way to be Christian? Like what, what, what gets in the way? That's probably a good place to start. I would say pride. Pride what? gets in the way. People don't want to want others to know how messed up they really are. Mm. Okay. We want to put our best foot forward in, you know, in front of everyone and have the image of, yeah, of yeah. perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Being known is scary because the more people know you, the more they know things that are not so flattering of you. And the more they think less of you. And it's like, well, it's safer to just not be known. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah I think, I think when you barely come in, bro, like people are all messed up, comes from all walks of life. And I, I think sometimes, I don't know, depending on the church that you are, like you don't want everybody to know, who you really are or where you come from. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially because <clears throat> the people got this misconception where where the church is holy and only good people go there, you yeah. know? And I'm I'm all jacked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when that's why people don't want to go to church. Why they're like, oh why why am I gonna go to church? You know, I'm just gonna be a hypocrite or whatever. You right. Know? Yeah. I got this yeah. perfect image of the people who are in church. Yeah. So people struggle in coming into community 
because they're yeah, th- yeah they're scared for people to find out who they are yeah. yeah 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 and 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 the and the flip side of that is i'm very self-righteous and i don't want closeness to kind of like tarnish like my veneer of self my my, my image of self-righteousness so i keep a distance not because i feel bad about myself but because i have i think so high of myself which is kind of like there's two sides to that mm-hmm. you know and so it's it's safe to be not known by people because, you know, like it, it enables you to like protect this so-called like awesomeness of people. I remember like the, the first time as a pastor, I started having like a lot of people in my house. I noticed like like the way I talked to my wife, the way like I respond to my kids, like these people saw me preach and teach a Bible study. And they're like, whoa, like, wow, pastor. And then like I became... I noticed how I became to be very, very, very human and very unimpressive when people knew me more. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it was, it was a bit uncomfortable, man, yeah. you know? And I, I, I understand why our natural instinct is to move away from that, yeah. you yeah. know, and have either no relationships or just superficial relationships yeah. that the idea is I, I, I'm actually close to somebody because I got a relationship, but it's, it's just like this relationship with just, no transparency, no honesty, and just superficiality. So it's not really like, you're not really being known, you know? Mm. All right. This might open up another can of worms, but like, <laughs> one, Dale. Of the, one of the reasons oh, that people, started, bro, so go yeah, well, well, one of the reasons people don't like opening up and uh, connecting to others on a deep relational level is because of the environment that that's certain theologians have created in churches as far as, you know, People feeling the need to prove that they are really a Christian oh, okay. by, you know, meeting certain criteria. You have to work for it. Yeah, yeah. You have to work for it. So so when people that they themselves aren't meeting these standards, you know, they, they, they feel like they're going to be exposed or they feel like they're, you know, others in their church are going to look down on them or, you know, yeah, not yeah, see yeah. them as a real Christian. That's, that's, that's a really good point. That's another angle. It's if, if you live in a spiritual environment where being impressed with your morality and being defined by your morality is like what is like the vibe, it, it, it intuitively or naturally brings you to like seclusion or, 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 or pretending, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Definitely. Yeah, I think another one could be like being ashamed. I know that per- personally in the aspect of being ashamed of being a Christian, bro. Because sometimes, like, the backgrounds that we come from, that's weak. You know, that, that's not seen as, like, a good thing, you coming to church. You know, like, the Holy Spirit draws you, but he, sometimes he does draw you, like, boom, you're a Christian, and you're out the next day evangelizing, passing out tracts, and you're telling everybody about Jesus. But, like, in my case, bro, that, that wasn't the case, you know? The Lord's been working on me for a long time, you know? Yo, you, you're yeah. just, you're just, just not there, so you're ashamed of... Oh, why are you hanging out with that Christian? Or oh, I saw you go to Bible study. Like, so what? You're gonna like, you're gonna leave like, yeah. you know, you're gonna leave the hood out yeah. or what? Like, so what? holy yeah. now? So, yeah, yeah, like you're so holy yeah. now, like because you know, like as a baby Christian, you don't have everything together, bro. So you don't want to be identified with the people of Christ yet, like yeah. you know. So so you're like, man, I can't. I don't know if I could like really be like a witness. So you know, I'd rather not be identified. Yeah, yeah. So th- I think that that was one of my biggest struggles. I never. Like could say I am a Christian, and 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 sometimes, bro, it was like years in, 
it wasn't even just the beginning, bro. Because the the mindset that I had was like, I had to do all these things, meet this criteria to be labeled a Christian. Yeah. And I wasn't that. So, and I knew that. So I was like, man, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, you know, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, I, yeah, I go to church too, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, so, so I think another one of those aspects is being ashamed, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick, you know what I noticed? A lot of those people that, that come out the gate like that, they the people that burn out and just fizzle out and like all sorts of crazy worldliness. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Like, it's like, uh, it reminds me of like, like when I go in my backyard and I put all these like sticks and I put gasoline and I like light a match and and it just all of a sudden there's, like, there's no fire no more. Like I see that a lot. Uh, Zeal without knowledge. Yeah. 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 There's so I, I don't know. I I I, 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 I begin to be a bit more intrigued by the people that like have a more progressive and subtle progression than like, yo, you're you're in Christ and like, bro, like, you know, like you're stupendous. I think another another angle to the being ashamed could be, you know, coming into or God drawing you to faith, God drawing you to himself and you coming from a background that again, like it is considered weak. So you, now everybody wants, instead of, instead of identifying you with the Christ who you are identified in already because of himself, like people tend to still acquaint you or identify you with your past. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know what? God is over here saying, you know what? You are completely free and exonerated. Go ahead and walk while everybody else is like, you know what? Hold up. Your, your past is still tied to you. You, you got a big old ball. You drag him yeah. behind you. And you can't just do away with that. You can't just, you know, act like you never did all those things. You can't just act like, you know, like you, you weren't that person. But at the, but in reality, yeah. you know, when we have an understanding or a union with Jesus, like all, all things change, obviously, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but that may take time. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, like, when people, listen, like, when you come to Christ, like, you're no longer who you were. That was crucified, buried, and put away in Christ, and you were raised with Christ. So now you are no longer identified and known by your whatever categories. You're now known by who you are in Jesus. And so that's that's why you relate to people. You don't relate to people because you were or were not a drug addict. You were or were not in, th- in these particular sins. You now relate to people because everybody is now dead in the old you, the old Adam, and now you are now new. And so that's why we connect, and that's why you have a reason to connect. Yes, but you yeah. don't have a reason to connect and be known and relate to people because you have some unique kind of backstory, you know, which is why, like, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I notice that, like, like a lot of fellowships, they can either be, like, the pretentious kind where everybody's connecting because they, they pretend that they're good— but they can also be like the, the the other side where it's like we're all connected because we all got the same sin problems. We're all gangbangers. We're all drug addicts. Mm, okay. We're all whatever. Yeah, and it's yeah. like that's not Christian unity. That's not Christian connectedness. It's like right, not right. like it's not about like yeah. I see, yeah. Yeah, bro. That's, 
Yeah. I think one thing that just popped up right here was Paul in Second Timothy is encouraging Timothy where he says, Therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me as prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Obviously he's going on a whole another game right there, but... I, I think when I, I read this and the conversation that we're having, it's it's a good reminder in the sense of like, yo, no matter how which angle we came in or, or which other side, like Paul is a reminding us here. It's like, yo, this is the purpose of God who who brought us into the church, and He is the one who's orchestrating this whole fellowship. I guess, or, or, or is the foundation of brother unity, if that makes any sense. I don't know mm-hmm. if anyone wants to elaborate a little bit more on that, but yeah, and I think that. I think when when he talks about those those works, it's like. You got to consider it's, it, there were works in Adam, so it goes back to what Aldo was just saying. Like when when we're dead to that Adam, to that old Adam, to that first Adam, bro. Like that, all, all of those works are, are smithereen at that point. You know what I'm saying? And 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 God, you know, since He chose you from eternity, has already prepared something completely new yeah, for yeah. you, for you to step into. Yeah, yeah. You know, for for you to receive, for you to walk in, for you to stand in, for you to run in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So. All right, so kind of to sum up what we said at the beginning. So, so far, we've seen reasons why people don't want community community or intimate fellowship. There's shame involved, right? There's there's, uh, self-righteousness involved. There's, uh, you know, bad theology that they're being fed from the pulpit. And what heals all of that or what, you know, Mm. should wipe all of that away is the gospel and a better understanding of it. Ooh. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. 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 so, so let's of, explain why that is. Bro. Yeah. Let's exactly. let's explain why that is. Well, the, whatever, whatever, whatever you got, Bert, whatever you got from the man upstairs. I mean, I'm not. That's not how I talk about him. But I'm just talking to y'all in, in like colloquial terms. Wow, you're a pastor. So disrespectful. Wh- whatever. How about this? Whatever you got with the last Adam upstairs. Does that sound better? It's gonna affect how you flush things out so listen if god relates to you he loves you he's brought you into the the family if he's identified with you um entirely not because of you and entirely because of himself then the way you see connectivity to others the way you see being close to others is going to be related to that so if god ain't clicking with me if god ain't related to me because of what i bring to the table but because of what christ the beloved son brought to bring me in he you know he he flits the bill he pays the check he he writes he can't the tickets if that's what brings me in then the way i get close to you and identify with you and know you is going to be because of that so like we can be close to each other in a real tangible transparent way in spite of what we have or don't have because that's how god brings us in yeah and so that's that's what it comes down to i think the way we can share that amongst each other is when whenever whenever we we Either we start being hard on ourselves because of our whatever it is, you know, or because of somebody who is saying something or pointing the finger or, you know, people in the church or people from our past, whatever it is. I think what we got to share is 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 that is going right back to that. And and I love how Paul puts it. It's like, yo, like. Who can accuse you? Who can who can who can point a finger at you? Is is God not the one who justifies? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so we can continuously go back and forth with that and, and guard, you know, one another. 
And that's how I think that's how we love one another as as brothers in the faith. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know something that I was thinking about right now is is is, is kind of like a conversation that I guess that we were having earlier, and that somebody kind of just texted us today, me and Aldo, and I was thinking about it right now because our our unity, like the the reason why we're brothers and we have fellowship, like genuine fellowship. Sometimes people think it's because yeah, like Aldo was saying, like we're all we're all a particular like. Uh, come from a subset of people, right? We're all Latinos. Oh, so, because so, we're raza. Yeah, so we're, we're, so we're raza, so we stick with raza. We're know? all minorities who man. are minorities. We're oppressed by the man. You know, and, and, and like in our case, bro, like, yeah, of course, like we're all of us come from Latin American descent, like, you know, from. Except yeah, for, well, yeah, Yanni's half that. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you know, I'm half that. Well. I mean, even if it's just oh, it's half, right. half, quarter, half, lo que sea, half, whatever, half, you know, but I mean. <laughs> That's su- that's super dope, right? That's that's cool. But even the fellowship that we had today, right? I mean, yesterday, how many people freaking invited us for to have dinner Everybody. and lunch? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and those weren't people. Love, look, look, bro. Those weren't people that look like us. <laughs> Not, no. at Not at all. You know, those weren't people that that came from our background, that came from our city, that came from places that we come from. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, no sure. matter how hard we 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 would try to identify with that, because there's you know, you don't but, know, you don't know where I'm from, man. Yeah. So <laughs> so these people, these people reach out to us with so much love, bro, yeah. and that's some bigger than than this click. Clickish stuff. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? You know what? It, it, it's like that it, brother. You know, so so it's not based on raza. It's not based on ethnicity. It's not based on our background. Carne, it's not based uh, on uh, in the family for carne asada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which oh I love. God. I love carne asada every Thanksgiving. Ooh. That's my that's my thing. Mole, thank you for carne asada. Yes. You know what I'm saying? On Thanksgiving and every day. <laughs> on Thanksgiving, boy. That's how it's supposed to be. What 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 did the Lord uh, ask them to or tell them to do? He said, roast them, roast them lambs, boy. <laughs> he ain't saying roast the turkey. He said roast the lamb. Boy. Did he eat the lamb? It, did they eat the lamb? Yes, he ate. So, so it's not based on any of that, oh, right? Man. It's not even based on our family, our blood family, bro. And and so many people have you know come across me saying like, yo, what about our families? What about our families? And and yo, look, I think we should have mad love for our families. I think we were just conversing about that this morning, bro. Or, yeah, we were. Or, yeah, we were. You know, and and and. But I, I think something that came up in that convo was like, unless the Lord teaches us how to love because of how he loved us in Christ, bro, we, we're not going to be able to love them in, in a proper way, in a in a godly way. You know, so at the end of the day, that's not even sustainable when it comes to our unity as brothers, as a yeah. family. So I, I, I would tell people, you know what? You know what? Uh, they say blood is thicker than water. But there is no stronger bond than the blood of Christ. Yeah, yeah. Let me I, tell you. Ooh, ooh. I, 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 I was gonna. I, 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 I was, that deserves a freaking it. sound effect, bro. We're, we're the, <laughs> that was that was like three seconds late, bro. Like yeah. like, like, like Daryl Harrison and them say, like yeah, it's bro. so nice. Got to say it twice. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but, 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 but I don't remember but, what I just said. So, but you know, you bring up a good point because I think. So like people look at like us at a com- people have made a lot of comments comments about us in the last two days and they'd be like man like multiple times different people said like this whole brotherhood that they were talking about like y'all y'all clearly got it and and what's interesting is like we have a commonality we all like have a lot of similarities so like people look around like okay like we're, there's a lot of similarities in some ways. But what people don't understand is that why we have a bond 
is because we're really excited about the fact that Jesus bonding us by grace is the most important thing about our lives. And that's why we like each other. Like everybody yep. here is yep. more excited about the fact that Jesus relates to us entirely because of himself. And that's why we like each other. Like yeah. we happen to be similar in a lot and, of ways. And you know what? And differences are dimmed. Yeah. By that, that, yeah. That yeah. And, and so like our commonality, our nearness, our, our relationship is because of the gospel, mm. not because we all like, you know, like to watch basketball or we all, you know, grew up in, you know, with, with mom to throw chancletas at us. <laughs> like it is, it is a in Christ in a gracious way, in a because of him way, in a redemptive way that, that, that we are preoccupied with that's why we are close with each other and like that's what i'm saying like the gospel compels us to have really good relationships because of the gospel yep. you know what i'm saying like yep. that's that's the thing that enables us to like know and be known in in like a yeah. really tangible way yeah yeah it, it's so like even as latinos like all of us here are like again somehow some way connected to latin america heritage as Latinos, we're so different. Our experiences are different. And, yeah. and, and, and to the point is, the point is this, the point is that the thing that unites us is that, is Jesus Christ crucified and yeah, what yeah. he did for us. Yeah, yeah. So, so the, the, the thing that unites us to those two brothers, or the, all, actually like a lot of those brothers, every one of those brothers up, that we just were in the conference with, what unites us isn't commonality, isn't the way we grew up. It is because... We love Jesus. Yeah, man. We love Jesus. As simple as, as you know, that's it. We love Jesus. We love his church. And because we love his church, you know, we, we, we're we attending. This. Yeah. yeah, we love each other. Yeah. So, and that's genuine. Yeah. You know, but here's like, I guess we kind of like, we hashed that out a bit. Like, but what, uh, what would you say, what, what does it look like to live this out? So like, okay, we talked about the, the, the things that like inhibit this. We talked about what enables us to like really be bonded and, and related to each other. What does it look like and what does it not look like to be close in, in the name of Jesus? Like wh what are some things that we could like say it looks like and doesn't look like? Like, I, I guess I could break dice because I guess I, no, I, I'll I, break dice, bro. Break it. <laughs> okay. So I think. What it not looks like, I've seen a lot of examples of that. And I, and we were talking about... Fellowship Friday! Yes, that that kind of stuff. <laughs> so we were talking about that. It's like this this unity that we have, this bondiness, this group that we have comes together not because it's forced, because we're church people. Like, oh, yeah. Sunday night pick up, picnic, you know, the church is going to gather out there in the Right. We, know, we only see lawn. it on a, on a scheduled yeah, yeah. Uh, fellowship It's event. scheduled. Yeah, yeah. This is when because, you're scheduled to act like brothers. Because when it's scheduled, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, first of all, not everybody shows up, then right? got to stop doing that then, guys. When it's scheduled like that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that there's no place nah, for yeah. scheduled fellowship. In, in those places, though, those, those relationships can, can develop. Yeah. But yes. go ahead with your thought. Go ahead yes. with your thought. Go but ahead I, your but thought. but this is like forced. Like everybody, we're all Christians here, so we all get along and put away our differences and yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah, it's 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 that environment or that kind of attitude to fellowship. Yeah, 
that that yeah. that creates yeah. this honest fellowship. Yeah, yeah. Right. S- calendars and and even proximity with someone does not equal intimacy uh, and relationship. Yep. Uh, I know people that live together and they don't know anything about each other. Um, I know people that have meetings on a regular basis with people. I mean, even just a, me as a pastor, like I, I've seen elders that meet all the time and nobody knows anything about anyone. So simply just because you're doing something with someone or around some someone or you're calendarizing something, that does not mean that like you're working out relationships in the name of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just not, that's not what it looks like. You know, it's, it's, it's much more. I would say like organic, it's much more natural. It's much more deeper than just um, something you could like count. Like I remember one time, like someone told me like, yeah, man, like, you know, I'm really close to ladies. Like once a, once a month on Wednesdays, we have ladies fellowship and we go somewhere for like two hours and like, yada, yada. It's like, dude, like that's, that's what about in between? Well, not even, not, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I know it's not just the in between, or yeah. I think another one could be the previous church that I come from. There is a lot of fellowship, like there is a lot of brotherhood and sisterhood, and we're all family. But then it starts developing in like a cult-like mentality where it's no, like you're us and that's them. You know, you have to hang out with like if you go to kick it with your tia. And you go to your cousin's quinceanera, you're backslidden already, bro. You, you like, you can't go there, you know? You can't because they're non-believers. It's, it's taken advantage of. Because I wouldn't say it's disingenuine, but it's taken advantage of. Into a place where yeah. people become cultish. Yeah. Right? There's a lot you of ways. You are my family. So and that's it's, true. It's like, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, man. So that's definitely not that. Like, I mean, what... So what would it look like? What would it look like for you to be so secure in Jesus that you have a really healthy reliance and connectivity to like other people? Like what, what does it look like? It doesn't look like a schedule or calendar or even just being around somebody. I don't know about you, but like I've been around people. I've been around people for like 30 minutes that I learned much about them in 30 minutes that I didn't learn about someone that I knew for three years. Any of y'all been around, been in those situations? 100%, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what does it look like to really deeply be connected to people? Because we need it. We need each other. We need to trust Christ and know Christ in relationship. What does it look like? Bro. No, is <laughs> There's a microphone right in front of your face, bro. Damn, <laughs> this dude's like my bad, dog. My side bad. We're having Gnostic, we're having Gnostic out, secret right? conversations. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I just I'm trying to remember something that Dave, our worship leader, said one time. You know, when he was leading us in worship, something about being known or not not being known, and it it being cruelty. It, it's something that you said. It, it, that's what just came to mind. I can't remember exactly what it was though. I think what I said was something like you know. If we know someone but it, but we don't love them, that's cruelty. But if we love someone but don't know them, that's just like fake, right? But if we know someone, you know, like like in their sinfulness and their ugliness and all that, and love them, that's what makes it really. Special. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, so, like, give an example of what that looks like. Like, okay, someone asks you, someone asks you how you're doing. 
okay, and you're hanging out, and you say, "I'm doing fine in the Lord, brother." When, you know, when, doing, when everything do, is falling apart do, at home. Do, doing great, like yeah, that's fake. You, you, you know, you, there, you have uh, no no knowledge of what's really going okay. on. Yeah. Okay, so 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 I I think about that that example right there, and I think about what we just talked about earlier, and 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 the reason why people don't want to speak out, don't want to connect, is because they know they got problems, they're ashamed or whatever. And I'm just going to tell you right now, whoever's listening, that that's the time where you should speak out. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's the time right there where you should speak out. Because these people, I mean, hopefully, because I've, I've had people just be shook, shook shock, like shocked, because I, I like, yeah, what are yeah. you doing, brother? And then I just, bam, this is what I'm going <laughs> through, bro. Like, boom, boom, boom. And they're like, the crap they don't know. Any, like, they're, 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 they're just saying that because... Because that's a Christian thing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but, 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 don't let that discourage you. <laughs> but uh, what I'm saying is that that's the time where you need to share what you're going through, how you feel, everything that you need. Because that's the open opportunity right there. You know. Yeah, yeah. And and especially if it's like a pastor, because pastors do that, right? You guys stand out on the back, or go, or elders that will go greet people and say, "How you doing?" That's the time where you put all that to side and like. You know that's that's how God works in the church, yeah, you can be real. right? That that that's where real fellowship starts. I, I, I think if someone well. were to like just, I call it throwing up on me, like just like all of their their you know their their mass or everything that they're going through. Man, I, I had a friend not too long ago express just some some bad things that he was going through, and I'm like, bro, right now I want to say a million things to comfort you. I want to sound smart i want to be as biblical as possible but dude there is nothing that i can say to you right now that is going to bring you automatic comfort can i just like be with you can we just pray together like i i don't i don't i didn't know what else to do at that moment you know yeah yeah and and, and, and you, that's that's a good example so what it looks like for you to like be connected to people like in, in a gospel grounded way is that you're with each other when you are not in your high, comfortable, controllable moments, yes, yeah. yes. Mm. you're with each other um, when things are not flattering, when things are not, you know, yeah, They're yeah, smooth sailing, yeah. yeah, man, like that. That's community. That's community. And I, and I think, like, I mean, like, I think all of us here, like, we're talking about, like, like when people are saying that like, y'all, y'all seem like y'all got like, like, like a brotherhood. Because all of us can be like at low points and still like be connected. Yeah. Like we don't need to be friends because we're always just like clicking in some kind of like positive, utopic, flattering way. Like I don't know, like that like that's that's just that, like, that that's how what it looks like. You like Starbucks? Oh my god, I like Starbucks too. Oh, you like to do this? Oh my god, I like this. It's, it's, Sweet it's, fellowship. It's man. like it's it's not that. It's not that all the time. Because yeah. like Bro, me and me and Aldo have like a lot of differences, you know, like everything. Like, but there is, I mean, I'm just emphasizing. Yeah, yeah, I want to make. A we have more stop. similarities no, than differences, but we do have differences. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, make so, a U-turn. Now I want to go straight. Look, Paul, Paul. Paul told Timothy that this is this is this saying is trustworthy and worthy of full acceptance that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. Of whom I am the foremost. He didn't say I was the foremost. He said I am the foremost. Present tense. Look, that's good. Look, Paul had an understanding 
that though he was a saint, he was still a sinner. All right. And if you have that understanding that, that we are all still sinners, but we are in Christ. Okay, and that we are sinners clothed in His righteousness, bro. When that is so freeing, yeah, yeah. dude. When when I when I'm at low points and I and I'm talking to my brother Aldo, like, like I don't even care, bro. If you know that I'm a sinner, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I'm in Jesus too, and I know that in our fellowship, we we can build each other up, you know, and get through get through those kind of points. So, so yeah, just. Having that that humility to say, yeah, I have not arrived. I am a sinner, and I don't care who knows it. Yeah. <laughs> you know that kind of that kind of attitude, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also yeah. realizing that you're in Christ, totally forgiven and totally righteous. Yeah, those mm. things are liberating. Going in a different direction. There's yes. a lot of ways to like assume that you're like you're having like this healthy connectivity, but it's really not. You know, right? Hey, I, I I got a thought, and then why don't you wrap us up? Here, here's something that just to be careful and to be mindful of. If you're hanging, if if you're in the church and you're hanging out with people all the time, and everyone loves each other in Jesus, and you don't feel like you can be honest, you don't feel like you can tell people, like, listen, man, like I, I think that this thing about you or this situation. If you feel that's not safe, to be honest, all of you are hanging out. I don't care if y'all hanging out like 24-7. It's fake. It has. It's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and you know what? We're all, in Latino culture, bro, I don't know about y'all. There's just like this, this, this cultural like, 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 like environment where we're always hanging out, but we don't have the ability to to say to people that were always around, like, yo, man, like, I think the way that you're thinking about this and acting like this is problematic. The second that happened, I don't know about y'all, I've had people that um, I've been close to or supposedly close to, and when we got honest, they disappear. They either push themselves out or push me out. And, like, and in Latino culture, man, like, yo, like, yeah, yeah, we have to be able to differentiate proximity and, 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 and being around each other in a way where it's not, you can't be really known on, on, on one side and, and, and be honest with others on the other side. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not it, you know, like the gospel frees us to be able to be near, be near and be honest, be spoken to and speak. Even when it's difficult, like, yo, check yeah. out, I, I like what Proverbs 20 Seven six says the wounds of a friend are trustworthy. The wounds of a friend, like yo, like this is when your friend is getting in your face, you know, and, and that's why, like, and, and that's why, like, that, uh, you know, the iron sharpens iron thing. When people take that out of context and act like that's a nice, cute thing and cuddly, like yo, like it's, it's not like that. The wounds of a friend are trustworthy, but the kisses of an enemy are excessive. It's like yo, like you, 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 you want you want to know who's an enemy? It's someone who's always kissing up to you, yeah. and always you know not willing to get in your face about error about you know whatever it is that you you might be yeah. dealing with, yeah. or yep. not not even that, but like maybe not willing to get in your face about being honest. That hey, like. Actually, like we, we do live in a fallen world. We are sinners. And we and because of our sin, we're always going to experience these 
the, the shame, this guilt, but but what we have at the end of the day together yeah. that is solidified always and forever is that we are justified in Christ, man. Mm. So we can ride on that. We can bank on it. Dope. So to, to, to wrap this up, bro, we, we, we do something on the podcast that's called Theology for Your Back Pocket. And what that is, it's we summarize everything we talked about and put it in a bite-sized way mm. where the listener could take home and put it in their pocket. So a small condensed... So I'm going to leave it up to you guys. All right? So you guys, you guys are going to do that. Okay? So I, I want you to think about everything we talked about and put it in a bite-sized way where people can put it in their pocket and, and dwell, up, dwell on it, think about it, and then, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think for me, you know, the foundation for this whole thing, it made me think about Romans 8, where it starts off, you know, it starts off with no condemnation in Christ, and it ends off with no separation from God. And that's a foundation that, that can be taken away, like, like Santi just said, and that's what lets us be actually vulnerable with people, you know? Because mm-hmm. we all suck, and church is not a place, it's not a gym where we flex, but it's a hospital where we, you know, get healing, you know? Like, like my homie said, John the Presby, say that, say that, bro. All right, so thank you for listening to For Christ Cultura Gospel on Tap. Subscribe, tell your friends, and uh, we we got two more coming, so stay tuned. All right, peace.